0: Let's talk a little more football. Tomorrow, we've already broke down one of our Thanksgiving games. You could go back, check out the podcast, BetMGM Tonight. Like, subscribe, review, rate. And it's the Bills' 9.5-point favorites. We talked about that one. Now we move on to the Giants and the Cowboys. Giants tomorrow, 10-point dogs. Total in the game is 45.5. And again, if you're in Maryland, you can now legally bet on sports. Download the BetMGM app. And earlier, PJ, you told everybody that you could bet in Los Angeles. No, you can't, you big dummy. No, I'm kidding. I did that. That was me. Sorry, Los Angeles. Uh, hey, you guys got it nice enough. Yeah, bet illegally. No, um. so, PJ, what are we doing in this game, man? Because my problem with this game, right, is that two totally different results, obviously, last week with yes. the Giants, you know, steamrolling, um, yeah, with uh, sorry, sorry, I'm all over the no, place. No, you're today. good. The Giants well, got Giants steamrolled. Got Dallas, got,
1: Dallas steamrolled.
0: Yeah, just destroyed um, <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, and uh, if that doesn't happen though, and if there aren't these injuries, this is a seven-point spread. Now we're up to ten. What are you doing in this game? I mean, it's the Giants plus ten and. Do you think this even goes to 10.5, or you think it stays at 10? I think it'll stay at 10. Maybe even go back
1: down. I That's what I'm thinking, too. So grab the 10 while you can with New York. I like it quite a bit. Like Ryan said, you're buying high on Dallas. If you take them right now, you're buying low on the Giants. I think losing a game like that will do some good for the Giants. They've had so many of those weird spreads where Vegas doesn't believe in them. They had another weird one, minus three at home against the Lions. Finally kind of looked like the Giants we thought we would see. For most of the year, but now they get to press the refresh button. I think it's great for them. They have a short week. I think it's so much better for the Giants coming off a bad loss to have a short week than for Dallas to have a short week after coming off their best performance of the season, right? You want to let that soak in a little bit, feel good about yourself. Giants just want to get right back to playing football. And it's Cowboys week this week. They're a double digit dog, they're getting no respect. They've already lost to Dallas once this season. It's tough to beat a team two times. And this is a huge game right now in the playoff race because New York still has to play Philly twice. They still have to play Washington twice. And this is their last game with Dallas. So these rivalry games, they they know this is what they've been building up for. This is what Brian Dable is trying to instill in them, playing important games late November, December into January. So I think we get a good performance out of the Giants tomorrow. I think Wink Martindale is going to pressure up uh, some nice blitzes on Dak Prescott. I think Daniel Jones, are going to use his legs tomorrow along with Saquon. They're going to find a way to manufacture some yards, run some scheme up some good stuff against this Dallas defense. Um, I like the Giants, man, plus 10. I wouldn't sprinkle the money line. I don't think they win the game, but ten's too many points. I think they keep it close. Again, <clears throat> Dallas 1-10. and 10 ats in their last 11 thanksgiving games
0: yeah man i'm just worried that the giants are going to come back down to earth here and i played the win total which thank god i did and it's just the injuries they're without their two top corners xavier mckinney we don't even know when he's coming back because of that atv uh injury that you hurt his fingers or whatever the hell's going on there yep. so we don't even know if he's coming back this year the Giants' secondary is just falling apart man Adoree jackson's out so they're without their two top corners and their best safety And they really can't stop the run, the Giants can't. They're 28th right now in schedule-adjusted rush efficiency. They're 30th in rate of run gains that go 10 yards or more. So I might even look at some Cowboys rushing props uh, in this game, especially the way that they're running the ball right now. I know Zeke's coming back. He's probably going to get a bigger workload. But, um, yeah, man, they're running the ball really well right now, Dallas is. And also, like, Dallas could have a balanced attack in this game because we know Wink, like you just said, Wink's going to dial up the blitz and he's probably going to get to Dak a couple times in this game, but Dak's been really good against the Blitz. Last week, even without their three top guys in the secondary, they blitzed Jared Goff on 50% of his dropbacks. And Dak this season, an 83% adjusted accuracy when he's blitzed, not a single turnover-worthy throw, which is crazy. He's just been crushing the Blitz. It's the only reason I haven't jumped on the Giants. It's just the injuries and how good Dak has been when teams try to get pressure on him. And Dallas... Like, the one thing I'll say, if the Giants are going to keep this close, 10 points does seem a little inflated. At 7, maybe I play Dallas. I'd probably lean the Giants at 10, because I think they're going to be able to run the ball. Everybody's been running the ball on Dallas, especially the last couple weeks, man. And. Weeks nine and ten, and I know one of those was against Green Bay, and that was the best game we've seen from Aaron Jones because he finally got touches, and AJ Dillon ran the ball well. It was a cold weather game at Lambeau. Also, the Cowboys were dealing with a bunch of injuries on the defensive side of the ball, and that's the other thing I'm looking at, man. There's more injuries and more sick uh, illnesses coming out, so it's looking like Anthony Barr's not going to play. So that would favor the Giants because then that means you have to use Micah Parsons as a traditional linebacker again, like you yeah, did in and Green Bay a little bit. Yeah, and so then you can't just have him rush the passer like he was able to last week when he was just a demon all over Kirk Cousins in that game so you know I just think that they might be able to run the ball a little bit here man Dallas they've allowed the third highest EPA per rush the last couple weeks their defensive line their weakness is the interior so if the Giants could run the ball shorten this game keep Dak and that offense on the sidelines I definitely think they could keep it within the number but if Dallas builds a lead man or the run game gets stuffed, and you have to drop back Daniel Jones in this game 38 times, you could be in big trouble. Like He's getting crushed this season. He's getting pressured on 40% of his dropbacks. The offensive line's all beat up. I'm going to want to monitor who plays in this game. And right now he's getting pressured at the second highest rate in the league. And the Cowboys' defense, number one in pressure rate in the entire NFL. They have one of the better pass rushes. So I just think this is a nightmare matchup for Daniel Jones. And if you go back, these teams played, obviously, week three. He completed a season low, 54% of his passes, average air intended yards, 5.3 per pass attempt. He was pressured on a league high this season, 55% of those dropbacks. And he only completed 7 of 17 passes for 78 yards and took five sacks in that game. He did run for 79 yards. So what I did... I went over rushing attempts for Daniel Jones in this game, six and a half. And I went under on his passing attempts. The price is minus 110, 30 and a half. He threw a season-high 44 passes last week. The run game was shut down. I don't think that happens again against Dallas, A, because I think Saquon's going to be able to get going here. The Mm -hmm. Cowboys are giving up five yards per rush to running backs over the last three weeks, like I said, which is 29th in the league. But I still don't want to play Saquon props. I see that's one of the more bet props. So I'm going to go Daniel Jones over six and a half rushing attempts. I'm going to go under on 30 and a half passing attempts. Because, again, this is the number one pass rush in the league, man, at creating pressure. Are you really going to drop him back 31 times? No. Or is it going to be 17 like in week three? Yeah. Probably not, but I don't think he's going back 44 times or whatever it was again last week. So uh, I'm staying away from the side, but I would lean Giants, and I'm going to play those Daniel Jones props.
1: Anything else for you here? No, I took a Daniel Jones anytime touchdown, plus 180. So I think he's going to be running the ball. I like Dak to throw an interception, plus 145. You mentioned the secondary's banged up because of that. I think he might try and take advantage of some of those backups and try and fit some balls into some windows that, you know, he think he can get away with. I think the Giants pick him off. I also like uh, Dalton Schultz anytime touchdown plus 240 for Dallas and uh, Zeke to score and the Cowboys to win plus money plus 105. I feel like Zeke is always uh, finding the end zone on Thanksgiving, doing the feed me, you know, all that stuff. So, I uh I I have some touchdown props that I like for tomorrow but I do like the Giants plus 10. I also think um if you like the Giants I think the under correlates. I just can't see the Giants winning a shootout. If they're if they're going to or if they're going to cover the spread right, it's going to be like a 24-20 kind of game, 21-17 kind of game. Like Dallas, obviously they want to score a lot of points. You look at what they did last week against Minnesota and they scored 40 points. I just, if the Giants want any chance to hang around, that defense is going to have to keep the Cowboys to field goals. They're going to have to uh, keep the game in, like, the high teens, low 20s. So I think Dallas cover would probably mean over, minus 10, over 45.5, and and then Giants plus 10, I would go under 45.5.
0: All right, man, I got a couple more, actually, that I like in this game, too, that I'll throw out there. Um, I was looking at some different props, so I want to go with... As scary as this one is, I'm going to go with CD Lamb receptions actually at five and a half in this game uh, as well. And uh, right now, I'm trying to get the price because earlier it was plus money, it was plus 110. Jeez. now it's minus 120. Juice minus 120 for CD Lamb over five and a half receptions. But again, no Adore Jackson in this game. Yeah, Xavier McKinney's still out. Um, Fabian Moreau's out, or he's doubtful right now, but I don't think he's going to play doubtful. I think Minksy's he's probably out in this game. So there goes 75% of your starting secondary. And then in the slot, man, they got Holmes. Um, this defense has been just absolutely destroyed by slot-wide receivers. They've already seen CeeDee Lamb once this year. He had eight grabs in that game for 87 yards and a touchdown. He worked 39% out of the slot. Randall Cobb torched Dallas a couple weeks ago, seven grabs for 99 yards, ran 84% of his routes out of the slot. Uh, St. Brown earlier this year, just got done talking about him a couple segments ago. Why I like him and his props this week. 41% of his routes were ran out of the slot. He had seven grabs. Um, Tyler Lockett had five grabs for 63 yards. Christian Kirk ran 75% of his routes when they played Jacksonville out of the slot. And he had 10 targets, caught seven of them for 96 yards. So I think CeeDee Lamb at five and a half receptions, even at minus 120, is a good bet. Um I think that might that? be it. I think that might be it for me in that one though. Um, so Daniel Jones, I'm just making sure that I got everything. Yeah, attempts, rushing attempts and CD Lamb receptions. The other thing I was looking at, but I feel like it's gonna be just so chalky, man, is I was looking maybe at some rushing props. Um, so you like Zeke? Because I was thinking about obviously going over on Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard has just been cooking lately. Yeah, he's been cooking. It's only 66 and a half right now. He's went over 100 the last couple of weeks. Yeah. He's finally getting the carries. But I don't know, I could see Zeke having a heavier workload.
1: Well, and especially towards the goal line, you know? Like, I think Pollard could do the heavy lifting, pick up some yards, and then if they're at, like, the two or one yard line, I think Zeke gets the call. So that's my thought process.
0: Yeah, we talked to Nick Costos earlier this week. He's a Giants fan. He said his entire life he's been watching the Giants get clubbed on Thanksgiving. Does not think that they could cover the number. And, I mean, the trends, like 0-4 against the spread in their last four in the division against the NFC East. But they are 5-0 against the spread in their last five games after picking up more than 350 total yards of offense. I love these trends that we get (laughs) sent. Like, why would that matter? Dallas 4-0 against the spread in their last four home games, though, which does matter. Giants 7-3 in divisional rivalry games when the spread is more than eight and a half points. Yeah, man, I, uh, I like those props. I might end up playing the giants with you and fading the Cowboys, but, uh, just the Daniel Jones prop CD lamb for me this weekend. And then maybe, maybe, maybe I'll think of a Tony Pollard. Uh, but right now, Ooh, that's going down even 61 and a half rushing yards. It is juice minus minus one twenty. Zeke's is 44 and a half. I would still lean Pollard. He's been cooking and, uh, the giants can't stop the run. Neither team could actually stop the run. So, I wouldn't hate a Saquon look, but the problem is the yards are 72 and a half, and it's minus 120 to the under. Neither
1: team can stop the run, but the Dallas defense has the luxury of putting a lot more guys in the box because you don't really fear who's on the outside for the Giants. They have a better secondary. Better secondary. No Wendell Robinson for this game. That's going to be a big loss for them without his speed. So obviously the Giants can't stop the run, but you got to be concerned with CeeDee Lamb getting behind you and Noah Brown and Dalton Shorts and what Pollard can do in the receiving game. So I wouldn't touch the Saquon prop, the Pollard one though, 61 and a half, I like a lot and I think you just go with Zeke on the goal line to score an any time touchdown. That's how I'd play it.
0: So again, the injuries, Anthony Barr is out as expected so you get Clark starting for him. Uh, Basham, um, Hankins, they're doubtful. Everybody's getting sick in this locker room. That's something to definitely monitor just because more illnesses could obviously pop up. Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons also questionable but they're both expected to play and then the Giants rule out seven including their two top corners in safety and then you brought up Robinson. He's on the injured reserve now with that torn ACL huge loss.